The Supreme Report with attorney Tom Winslow on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. All right, it's 834. Tom Winslow is joining us for The Supreme Report. Right here, right now. What you want? Come on, Tom. You oh, got to yeah. hit the post. Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> you know I'm getting rubbed like... up right here. I can't... <laughs> hey, do you know a lawyer? No, Somebody I... just assaulted me here in the studio. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that would be battery. Ah. Is that, <laughs> What's okay. the difference? Yeah, what is the difference? Assault is the fear uh-huh. or the threat of serious harm or oh. death. Oh, because and you the, actually connected with me, it's battery? And the battery is the actual touching okay, part. I'm is that true? That's why, you have, that's why you have assault and battery. Because uh-huh. you can be assaulted. I didn't touch you. Or I can actually... Don't you, you can, dare. Or you can fear it and oh, I no, can touch you, you with something yeah, Go ahead, hit her, because then it's, I, both of us are going to sue you. That'd be really, that'd be really good. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you got to have a damage. Uh, and I, assault and battery is a criminal charge. <laughs> you know, that's interesting. I, I always thought an assault was actual. Yep, you know, when they were talking about Will Smith, that was assault and battery? That's right. Because right when he was up, the, the fear of the hit, right? Could be considered the assault, but the I actual contact itself is battery. Too so, many smart people coming through my office Sexual today. assault... Hold on. Same mm-hmm. thing is like if you are if I'm saying really horrible things to her if you're in of fear, a sexual manner in fear. And she's in fear that I could do something to actually mm-hmm. physically touch the, her in a way. The battery part is the actual touching. Okay. Now here's the interesting thing. So there you go. and no one has it, but if you have like a purse or something uh-huh. and I don't actually touch you, but I could grab your purse and yank it like a purse snatch yeah. or like a backpack and I just grab that item you have, that's still considered battery, even though I'm not actually touching you as a person. Because it's, it's your action hurts me? Well, it's because it's something that's actually on you, and it connects oh, with you. See? Wow. I bet you did not expect to talk about that today. I always expect to talk about whatever y'all want to. Is that's that, why I'm here. Is that why, um, well, maybe you can answer this question. This is totally off topic. Sure, go for it. I'm really good at that. Um, is that <laughs> so how is it with all these um, laws mm-hmm. about abortion and all that, how is someone charged with killing another person if it's a person that's in utero? Well, see, and that's so. I don't know if you saw this, and this is in Texas, but a, a uh, my mother, we'll go with the mother, uh, killed her own fetus, right? So she created her own miscarriage. Oh my! So gosh. Like kind of a self-abortion kind of thing, and now she's been charged with homicide. What? Because so you killed a child, with, intentionally killed a child inside of her. But people do that all the time. Why would she be charged? Well, that's the interesting thing, right? So you know, she it, people go to consi- doctors all the time for that. If we consider a, a, a child inside a woman's belly to be a living human being. And you kill that child inside your belly. That's the conundrum you have with abortion, right? And, and the conundrum you have with that situation is a self-inflicted situation. And they're saying she intentionally killed another person. Well, that's considered homicide. And so if this person's inside of you, does that change the situation? And that's that definition. That's, that's that struggle people always have with abortion. So she's been really charged she's with that? She's been charged. Yeah, I, I didn't print it out because it's obviously not the Supreme Court, but— um, it, was, have, it was a case. I'm interested I, to follow that case. It was a case I read about over the weekend. Yeah, wow. absolutely. It, okay. All these things. I mean, and that's this conundrum with the law is that it's constantly changing. I mean, I've never heard that before, and so it's constantly. Well, changing. we've heard about going. You know, being in a drunk driving accident, yep. and, if and someone some... else being charged. Right. Right. So someone yes. else. In, so if you, you know, right, and ladies and gentlemen, so if you're in, a mother's in a car and you're driving drunk, and then you hit that car, and the mom uh, survives, but the baby doesn't survive, people have been charged with that, you know negligent homicide. By their action through the DUI, so someone outside the mother's been charged for the infliction right. of death. So in this situation, it's the same concept. Same concept. The mother's been charged, and it was intentional action. But, well, but intentional that's homicide nev- is homicide. But that's why I never understand why can someone be charged with that, but that person, if it's considered a homicide, negligent homicide, mm-hmm. then you are admitting the law is admitting or 
understanding. That, that person's a person. Yes. So then I don't understand why a Roe v. Wade. Well, and think about it. So, and, and now I'm, I'm really extrapolating this out. But, you know, so say someone's, you know, eight months and 30 days, right? And they're pregnant. I mean, they're right there at gestation. They're right there at pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then the child dies. Or the baby's born two hours later and someone kills that child. Mm-hmm. Right? Only a, you know, a two-hour difference, one-hour difference. Mm-hmm. Baby's inside the mother. Baby's outside the mother. Why do we treat that child different? Mm-hmm. Right? Baby's inside the mother, outside the mother. It's a minute know. difference, right? So if you're inside Dr. the mother. Santangelo in D.C. Outside the, outside the mother, it is death, right? It's interesting. And that's, that's the conundrum. Like, what is that point where that it's, it's an ongoing point with abortion? What's that point that that child becomes a human? Did you see the, those stories, that story coming out of D.C.? No, I'll tell Maybe. you off the air. Uh-oh. Well, did you see the—not well, this, but you you and I have talked about this, mothers, where they they just they ingest all these drugs. Well, that's what happened in this situation. Yeah. And she induced a, she induced a miscarriage. Exactly what happened. We've seen this uh, many times where they're charged well, with— Well, you could just do telehealth now and get an abortion pill. That's true. Well, see, and that's the interesting thing, right? Like, so, I mean, if she had actually gone through the—I don't want to say proper channels, but, you know, pro- proper mm-hmm. channels, all been permitted, but it was Texas— and, and there, she couldn't do it. She took a whole bunch of medication and self-induced. Jeez. I know, right? Well, there we go. All right. Well, thanks, Tom <laughs> Winslow. Um, all right. So back to the Supreme Court. We have a new justice. That's right. So talking about, you know, kind of coming here, talking about Supreme Court updates and other stuff, obviously. But obviously we have, hopefully everybody's heard now that uh, in the United States, we have a Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has finally uh, made it official that there is a new justice. Um, justice Jackson has been appointed to the Supreme Court. Uh, she will take over at the end of this term and uh, will be the first black woman on the Supreme Court, which is a great thing. And, um, and you know, and everybody's overly happy with her, but that's to the victor goes to spoils, mm-hmm. as, as they say. Right. And that's same situation happened with Trump. Same thing situation happens with Biden. That's why it's important to vote if you, if you don't mm-hmm. want stuff like this happening, because now the focus is going to turn away simply from the Supreme Court because Supreme Court's made of nine judges. Right. But you have an entire federal court system that has thousands of justices. And judges. And the president appoints those. And the president appoints those, mm-hmm. right? Does she have to recuse herself if there's any kind of women's rights issues? Yeah, Being no. that she can't define a woman? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, do you do, how do you actually judge on a woman's rights if you don't know what a woman is? That's my right? point. Well, you know, that, and it goes back because I don't remember the last time, Nick, two weeks ago, we talked about Clarence Thomas. I always want him to recuse himself from what his wife's text talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. Has nothing to do with him. Right. <laughs> to do with his well, wife. I mean, if we're going to be ridiculous and apply that to him, well, we can and, apply that and to so her. Let's go the opposite route. Let's go the opposite route and stop being ridiculous. <laughs> right. Well, Good I, luck with that. I agree with you. Let's but, have some common sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, not everything has to be a catastrophe and and, and require a way to recuse themselves and sit at home and eat pop, pop, pop popsicles right. and whatever. I don't know. Right. 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 So so we got a new justice. But now they're going to turn the focus on the judges from all over the federal court system. And mm-hmm. that's going to be almost more scary because keep in mind, the Supreme Court only here is probably – 0.1% of cases, mm-hmm. right? The other courts hear more cases. Those have more impact on our lives. Right. And so the Supreme Court's just known because it's the last stop. Mm-hmm. But talking about the last stop, we're going to the South Carolina Supreme Court. And the really last stop is the death penalty, right? That's the end right there. Yeah. Right. Well, South Carolina just put in uh, a new way to die, and that was the firing squad. Mm-hmm. And so now you actually have the electric chair and the firing squad because lethal injection is becoming so much harder to get the medication. I don't know. And they, the they have fentanyl. I don't know why they're just not using fentanyl. There's all, I mean, shoot, people find ways to die from drug overdoses all the time. I, I don't know. I don't understand it. <laughs> Let's just get some of the opioids off the streets and take Exactly. Care of I was going to say, can't we repurpose these things that we get in a drug bust? They just got another uh, big bust. Yes. Maybe that's what they do. They need to take all the drugs they confiscate and just use those, Simple. For, the, use those for the death penalty. Well, Problem solved. Well, what's interesting on this one is I'm not that, a fan of the death penalty. I'm not. <clears throat> when you talked about this before, I'm not either. Yeah. 
And yeah. you know, and I'm I'm a pretty strong conservative. I am. And I, and I'm not. And the reason is is because who am I to judge mm-hmm. someone's life and death? And that's how I feel about abortion. I too, don't even right? like killing spiders. Well, I, I don't mind. Let alone, I don't mind killing spiders. <laughs> li- spiders are good. I like spiders. You see, I like spiders. My wife on the hand with roaches. Yeah. She, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll call me all the time. And, uh-huh. ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a fan. But you know, for me, God judges. I don't yeah. judge your life and death. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't have. The and right we to... get it wrong. That's my problem. What's well, You know, you're going to kill a child, and you're going to be okay with that, but you're not okay with death penalty, or you're okay with death penalty, and you're not okay with yeah. abortion. I Look, agree you gotta with you. You've got to be consistent in that. And so it's not my place to judge living and dying. But with that being said, um, <clears throat> on our South Carolina Supreme Court, we have Justice Hearn, who's actually from this area. Hmm. And she disagreed with the upholding of the death penalty for a gentleman who basically killed somebody during an armed robbery in Columbia. And, and my biggest issue with her situation is that is that her opinion is that purely of opinion, okay? And so this is what she basically said. Not based on law is what you mean? Well, and yeah, and so this is what she said. The death penalty should be reserved for those who commit the most heinous crimes in our society. I do not believe most crimes rise to that level. Well, here's my issue with it. You weren't on the jury, <laughs> right? What? The, you're not on the jury. So the jury is the one that makes the decision. It's your job to uh, hear the law to that decision that's made by what the jury. What defines heinous? Well, and that's, that, but that's the point, right? I say it all the time. I'm an attorney. Okay, I can look at case. I can understand, but I can't understand the facts unless I'm involved in the case. I can't understand the facts unless I'm in the jury or I'm at the trial, right? The Supreme Court looks at the law. They don't look at the facts. Heinous, to me, is defined by what that jury's perspective is at that time, mm-hmm. right? And, and it might change year to year. It might change based on the com- composition of the jury, but you're not on the jury, right? And so, therefore, your personal opinion does not apply as a judge. Mm-hmm. I can't apply my personal opinion. That's called bias, mm. right? That's not my job. Yeah. And so I should apply the law to that situation and say that the law gives the jury the decision to make what the penalty should be. Because they have to decide whether it goes to death penalty or not. Right. And that's, that's what you're and, saying. And that, so, so the, well, the jury goes beyond that. They decide whether he's guilty or not. Mm-hmm. Well, right? I mean, first they yeah. decide that, and then they and decide. And then they decide the, the level, yeah. right? Right. And so that's, to me, it's not up to a judge to use their opinion is their job to so say. So what happened with this case? So, How did it so end? It still got upheld, but she dissented. She said, no, I don't agree with this. And that's fine. Yeah. She's allowed, as a justice or judge, you're allowed to have your opinion. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's not your opinion that goes into the opinion. <laughs> yeah, because people kill people all the time, mm-hmm. but you don't see the death penalty for everybody. Well, and th- that's right. Why? And again, well, and again, that that's left up to two, two levels of discretion. One, to the solicitor. Is this good up to that level where I want to pursue that? And to the jury... I am going to agree with that, mm-hmm. right? It's not the judge who says, in my opinion, I don't think this is heinous enough. Well, that's that's the jury's purpose. That's the si- jury is a, a representation. That, I don't know why that infuriates me so much. The jury's a representation. Well, it's it's, in, it's impugning your own character. It's impugning your own opinion mm-hmm. into a legal situation, which as an attorney, right, I, I have my personal beliefs. But I, I you know, look, I, I'm a strong supporter you know, a year ago, we had a free wills clinic for police, firefighters, and veterans at our office. Like, we've done—I'm I'm in the Guard. Like, I have a pretty high belief in, in our legal system. I have a pretty high belief in police and whatnot. And I sue police all the time, hmm. right? Because they do things that are wrong. I have cases right now against the police and jails for civil rights violations because they're not perfect. But if I can't say, well, my personal opinion is X, and therefore, you're always wrong. Mm. No, that's not how the law works, right? right? The law says, I'm going to take the law. I'm going to apply the law so to the So what should happen to a judge like that? Nothing. 
Nothing can happen she, to someone like that. So in, in South Carolina, she can – so in federal court system, it's a lifetime appointment, right? So in federal court system, lifetime appointment. South Carolina, you can – basically the legislature can decide not to reappoint you to your position. She's got reappointed to her position. She's got four more years, I think it is, until she has to come back up. So there's nothing. But again, I don't have a problem with someone basing their uh, decisions on the law and disagreeing. But you don't base your decisions on personal opinion, mm-hmm. especially because what you're doing is you're impugning. It says our system is broken, right? That's the title of that, which means you're impugning the entire legal system that is broken because they didn't agree with your opinion. Mm. Well, the truth is you didn't agree with the jury's opinion, and it's the jury's job to form. You weren't there the for opinion, hours and days. Right? It's the jury's yeah. job to form so the opinion. If you have two legal options and the judge chooses number three, that's wrong. Well, I mean, and, and uh, the crazy thing in our system is that a judge can do that, uh. right? So a judge can say. It's, we call it the 13th juror doctrine, where basically you can go in front of the jury and say, jury, hey, um, I need you to rule on this situation. And the jury can say guilty or innocent. And the judge can say, well, based on the facts, I think you're wrong, and I'm going to pull the pull it out, and I'm going to change it. Now, you can appeal that all the time, and very rarely does that happen because for the system to work, there has to be credibility within the jury system. Mm-hmm. right? And if there's not credibility, like if people think it's biased or prejudicial or whatnot, it's just not going to work. Right, because then it just becomes a dictatorship. Then that why the judge have gets a jury? <laughs> why have a jury? Then, then you're looking at Judge Dread. Then you're looking at a big situation uh-huh. with the system. But that's the. But when you start undermining it, and that's the concept of the Supreme Court, you start undermining the justices on the Supreme Court. They should recuse themselves. They're biased. Or this isn't my opinion of how this should work. It doesn't matter. That's what the jury's for. Mm-hmm. That's why you have a jury. I lose all the time. I win all the time, because the jury decides that. Mm-hmm. I don't get to tell the jury. The judge doesn't get to tell the jury. That's what the beauty of our system is. Mm. Right. And that's how it works out. We're speaking with Tom Winslow of Winslow Law, uh, the Supreme Report. What's next on your docket? <laughs> so, so what else do we have? What's on the docket? Nice. Yeah, Look at that. At least nice. the terminology. Yeah. So we got all kinds of stuff going on. So South Carolina just uh, got in a six hundred million dollar settlement from the federal government on a plutonium case where we were supposed to be storing plutonium in South Carolina. Russia is still sending it to us or what? Uh, I don't I hope not. Because they, they they're sending over the plutonium because we're supposed to process it over the mines. I don't necessarily facility. want to have a whole lot of stuff going on with Russia right I, now. I'm telling you <laughs> that that's it's it's like written in law that they have to send it to us. Well, see, and that was yeah, and they were but they never got the system put together here. And so that was right. I think what the lawsuit was. And so we're know, it's like sitting in barrels somewhere. Well, and that's the big that's part of the settlement because it never got processed, it never got put together, so it's just sitting around, right? But the situation we have in this situation is regarding who's going to get paid. Now, I don't know a whole lot about it beyond just simply the articles and what I hear about it. Again, not involved in the case, but $600 million payment, and they want to pay $75 million to two law firms for that work. Now, now, it's interesting because I don't know what the arrangement was, right? Maybe it was a contingency fee where you pay a percentage to the law firm for what you make. And if that's true, then they've earned the money. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was hourly, or maybe it was a a flat fee. How come there's not a tort law for that? Well, they're, they're probably, well, you know, probably some kind of <laughs> you guys con- this put is, tort laws on, this is on more likely how much a, money you can collect, but the lawyers can make whatever. Well, and that's the thing. This is more likely a contractual situation, but they want to pay them $75 million. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's hourly, I have a hard time believing two law firms build $75 million worth of hours. I mean, holy mackerel. That's they must have been <laughs> the only case they had, right? Um, but For 10 but, years. But if it was contingency, but if it was contingency where they make a percentage, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's only about 15%, right? So that's not a whole lot. But it's interesting that it's going to take it up to the Supreme Court. Usually so, it's like, what, 30%? A third, right? Mm-hmm. A third, all the way up to 50% if it goes up to appeals and stuff like that. But, you know, so one law firm, two law firms are going to make out one way. I mean, imagine if it's not $75 million, it's $35 million. Still pretty good chunk Amazing. of change. Amazing. Right? Uh, next time hire us over at Winslow Law. We'd love to... <laughs> 
help you out with your plutonium litigation. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to you know you don't know the background really to that story, but no, uh, but that would be uh, interesting would, to find right? out. Yeah. And the more interesting thing is this, and this has always been a situation, is that the attorney general gets to pick what law firms he wants to use for stuff like that. And so there's always oh. this question of who's he picking and why is he picking them? Oh. Right? So I need to become friends with the attorney general a lot more than so I So is that, a, that was a state? <laughs> yes, yeah, a state. Against? South Carolina versus U.S. government. And the U.S. government is paying us because of the plutonium that we had to store. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah, because um, they shut down. The completion of the MOX facility, and then, we got, and then we got stuck with everything. Yeah, and that was that was the big situation because it was supposed to be shipped to Nevada, and then that got shut down. Right. And, and now now we where stuck. are we going to put it? Now we got stuck with Once it. Once again, zombie movies start out this way. Oh, what are these things in I, the barrel that stamped U.S. government? I know. I'm I'm looking at you right now, wondering when you uh, got exposed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know you were in the guard. Yeah, it's state guard. Yeah, JAG Corps. Wow, yeah. I figured, officer, what are you, captain? Major. 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 Yeah. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I got to start showing some respect. Smart <laughs> was an understatement. No no respect due here. Just <laughs> service is all we got right here, buddy boy. <laughs> well, we are so thankful that you come in and bring this news to us. You know what? Um, I know one time you came in with something regarding, I want to say it was Oklahoma, and it was involving... Yep, in, the Indian land. Yep, the Indian right. land. Mm-hmm. I saw it featured... Somewhere else, mm-hmm. uh, I think I want to say somewhere on Fox News, yeah. and I said, "Wow, that really is a really important case." And we never got to it. Maybe we can revisit that Love next to. time. Anytime you want to. All right, next time we bring it up because uh, it could impact us here. Well, what's amazing, and that's the thing, right? Every case around the world, if you look at it properly, it will have an impact on your life in mm-hmm. some fashion. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to do this segment. Well, thank you so much, the Supreme Report with Tom Winslow of Winslow Law. Um, how do we get in touch with you? Y'all feel free to give us a call at Winslow Law, 843-357-9301, winslowlawyers.com. All right. Thank you so much, My Tom. My pleasure, ma'am, as See always. See you next time. All right. Coming up next, Andy Hazel of Edward Jones. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.